Uh, I'm expecting great things. Uh, I'm expecting great things not only today, but, but uh, this year for, for all of us. I am. And uh, if we're going to have great things take place in our lives, then we need, we need to make sure that we're following God. And uh, in the spirit of God, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But I do want to make mention about uh, one thing. Uh, next week is Mother's Day. Yeah. Next Sunday, in case, in case, in case you have forgotten, make sure that you take care of your of your mothers. All right, that's next next Sunday. All right, and so we'll be doing uh, something special for that. But today, I want to start a new series called Further Faster further, faster, and what it is, it's a series on talking about living a spirit-led life. God wants to lead us, and we're going to talk about that today. And so before we get into this, uh, as I, as I uh, am just preparing my heart, uh, there was a lot of study that went into this and just kind of, uh, what do you want to do, God? Because there's so much in so many areas that we can go in, in so many directions in talking about being led by the Spirit of God. And, and honestly, it could take a long long time really to get out everything that we want to uh, could get out of it and uh, and so I've, I just I just want God's leading in this how many of y'all agree and so so let's just pray father we just thank you for today thank you for just doing what you want done we look for your leading in every area in every way so that we have your outcome in every area in Jesus name amen all right I want to turn your attention to uh uh, Romans 8, before I introduce today's uh, series, uh, message title, uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Now, uh, I love the way the voice translation brings it out. I think it gives a little bit more clarity uh, in, in understanding, and I, I just want to bring it to you today. And it says, If the Spirit of God is leading you, then you can take comfort in knowing that you are his children. I, I like that. You can just take comfort just knowing. And, and let me tell you, God's leading. He's wanting to lead every one of us. And I believe that every born-again believer, uh, it should be a normal thing in our life to be led by God's Holy Spirit. It shouldn't be abnormal. Too often it is abnormal instead of being normal. And so God wants to lead us and direct us in, in our lives. And, uh, and so I, I think that many times the Holy Spirit is the least acknowledged in our life rather than the most acknowledged. And, uh, and I've said this before in, in, in time past that the Holy Spirit is not a spiritual hitchhiker. That when we get born again, He comes to live inside of us. The Bible says that we're the temples of the Holy Spirit. And, and he's not a spiritual hitchhiker. He's, he's not there to just give us warm fuzzies and, and to comfort us, although he does comfort us. And, but he's there to do so much more. And, uh, and, and most importantly, we're going to be talking about today is that he wants to lead us in, in every area of our life, moment by moment, through each and every day of our lives. Too often we're being led by so many other things. And so, so I, I got to thinking about this and just praying about this, and I thought, what do you want me? I, I've got all kinds of you know, ways and directions that I could have went with this series, and, and, and I, this is what came to my heart, is that it all starts with desire. 
It all starts with desire. If we're going to be led by the Spirit of God, it starts with desire. We have to have a desire to be led by His Spirit. And, and, and I'll, I'll clarify that in just a little bit, but if you're taking notes uh, inside your worship guide, there's notes. In, in those notes, there's a, a statement that I'm, I made there, and then I want to just give it to you and lead off with that. By living a Spirit-led life, we will go further faster in every area of our life without compromising anything. If God's leading us, then He's not going to compromise. He's not going to compromise anything in our life. He's going to make sure that the outcome is, is, is God and it's good. Are, are you with me? Yes, and, and too often we see a lot of different compromises taking place, and I question whether God's leading, uh, leading the person or not. And God wants to lead us. He wants to lead us into a, a place that's going to be healthy for us, healthy for our families, healthy for every area of our life, so that, so that we, we have everything that Jesus came to pay the, the price for us to have. Uh, the Bible says that he came that we might have life and have it just barely. No, uh, no that we might have it abundantly, to have that abundant life, and that means in every area of our lives. And, and people are struggling, struggling way too much in their Christian walk. And I believe that many times the reason the struggle is there is because they're not being led by the Holy Spirit in their life. They're being led by a lot of other things. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But they're not being led by the Holy Spirit. And, and as a result, then there's a lot of things that are taking place. See, when we build our... Scripture says when we build our house upon a rock. And, and when it talks about a rock, it's talking about the foundation being... God being the Word of God, being the foundation being the Spirit of God in our life. When that foundation is God, then when the storms hit, then our house continues to stand. Our spiritual house, our, our, our relationships, everything that's built on this rock continues to stand. But Scripture also says that if, it, if we're not building it on God, building on the things of God, then when the storm hits, then that house is destroyed. And storms hit. We just had a storm. Unfortunately, it took some lives. And, and, and I, I hate that. I hate to see that naturally. And I hate to see it spiritually e either. I just, I, storms can be destructive. But I'm going to tell you, it doesn't have to be in, in our lives. When, when a spiritual storm hits, our house can continue to stand when maybe other houses are falling apart and, and being destroyed. And, and, and really, the bottom line is, is what foundation we're building on. And, and the Spirit of God's always going to lead us into a place where our foundation is the rock, where it is, it is God and where it stands. And what happens is when we're, our foundation is built on sand, and when the storm happens and it destroys our home, then we spend all of our time rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding instead of continuing moving on in what God has for us. And so we're all focused on rebuilding our marriages, rebuilding our lives, rebuilding our health, rebuilding our, our whatever. We're just constantly rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding instead of just continuing on building the great life that God wants us to build through our lives. And here's, here's the thing. Many times our houses are destroyed and it doesn't happen instantaneously. It happens progressively. 
And so the Bible says that the enemy is looking whom he may devour. When something is devoured, it's eaten away at just a little bit at a time, little bit at a time. And here's, here's where a lot of people are, are deceived. They, because they don't see something happening because of the wrong actions right away, they just continue on in those wrong actions. But I'm here to tell you the enemy's destroying. It's, Jesus came to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. But the thief came to kill, steal, and destroy. So are you with me thus far? Am I, have I convinced you that we need to be led by the Spirit of God? And, and here's, here's a scripture I want to give you. It's out of Romans chapter 8, verse 6. I'm going to read it out of the Living Bible because I think it, it, it brings some uh, clear uh, understanding to us. It says, following after the Holy Spirit leads to life and peace. But following after the old nature, Scripture also, in other translations, call it the flesh or selfishness, leads to death. It leads to death. And so when we're following the Holy Spirit, when, when, wherever He's leading, however He may be leading in, us, in our lives, it's always going to lead to life and peace. It's going to be healthy for us. It's always going to bring life into our situation. It's, going to be, it's always going to be full of, full of life. I don't know how to say it. Life. <laughs> it's, it's going to be alive in, instead of dead. And if you've ever had anything dead around you, you don't, we, death is not pretty. It's, there's nothing pretty about death. And, and so we, we, need, we need the Holy Spirit's leading in our lives. So what I want to do in this little bit of time that we have together this morning in, in just entering into this series, I need to talk to us about having a desire. We have to have a desire to want God's leading by His Holy Spirit in our lives, moment by moment, each and every day. We have to have a desire for that. More than, more than we have a desire for our selfish ways or, or anything else in life. We, 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 need to want to, to, we need to want God's will for our life more than anything else in our life. And so, Lord, lead me. Lead me however you want me to go. And I'll follow. And Jesus, one of the things that he said, he says, if you want to be one of my disciples, he says, then you're going to have to deny yourself. You can't, you can't be selfish and follow me. He says, you're going to have to pick up your cross and then follow me. And so in order for us to be a disciple, true disciple, then we've got to be a follower. We've got to be following him and not doing our own thing going our own ways. Okay, is that making sense? All right, so here's what I want to do. I want to talk about uh, in order to live a spirit-filled life, there's three things specifically, and I've got lots of things I need to go over today. Number one, we must desire the Holy Spirit's correction. The Holy Spirit's correction. We must allow Him to correct our course when our course needs to be corrected. If we're going in the wrong direction, we need His correction. If we're going in a, in a way that is not his leading, then we need him to correct us. We, we need to desire that he correct us. Instead of, if, instead of resisting it and even rebelling against it, we need to desire that he correct us. Lord, correct my attitude, correct my action, correct whatever it is. And so I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures and I'm going to illustrate this. I think that will help get this uh, 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 stamped in your thinking and in your mind of the importance of being led by the Spirit of God. 
and maybe the other things that we have a tendency to be led by instead of by his spirit and, and why we may resist his correction rather than embrace it in our life. Uh, John chapter 14, verse 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Notice here that he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna teach us all things. He's going to bring to our remembrance, but he's, he's there to help us. Remember that. And, and in John 16, 13, it says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all, all truth. So he's got a direction in our life. In other words, there's going to be areas in our life that we're not walking in that is truth. It's not, it's not God's ways. It's not God's principles. It's not God's values. It's not, it's not what God has for It's not his will for our life. And so, therefore, the Holy Spirit's responsibility, one of, the, one of his... Uh, uh, one of his ways in working in our life is to, is to guide us into all truth. In other words, he's going to be correcting us regularly. All the time. Now, here's, here's the thing. I need, I, need, I need you to really tune in is that too many times we're, we're, we're being led by other things in our life. We're being led by other things. Jeremy Grace, come on up here, please, sir. I'm going to ask Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy is uh, holding. Come on up here. He was laughing at Jeremy. Uh, Holden's the Holy Spirit. Okay. Somebody thinks that's funny. So the Holy Spirit is wanting to lead me, right? Go, go ahead and lead me. And so wherever the Holy Spirit goes, I should be following, correct? And wherever he leads, he's going to lead to life and peace. Okay? Now, if I get away from the Holy Spirit and start following other things, the flesh, that are of the flesh and, and related to and, and governed by and directed by the flesh, leads to death. This is, this is the flesh. I like that. That's payback. That's payback, he said. That is very awesome. That was not planned, but that was awesome. Even though it was in the flesh. And that's the thing about the flesh. They'll make it look, it'll make it look awesome, right? It'll, it'll deceive you, right? All right. So here's the flesh. He's wanting, the flesh is wanting to guide me and direct me, right? Now here's, here's some of the things that the flesh will represent. Convenience. Many times we'll choose following the flesh because of convenience versus following the Holy Spirit because of God's will or God's values or God's purpose, okay? There, let me just give you some other things that the flesh will lead us in. Shame. Yeah. I, I, I was talking to somebody, I can't even remember earlier, but I, I'm a, there's things that I'm ashamed of. 
And if I, if I still allow those things that I've done in the past to shame me, then you know what? I could, I could get over here and I could start putting masks on and I could start uh, avoiding people, avoiding things, avoiding God because of the shame in my life. One of the things that Adam and Eve did is they hid themselves from the Lord after they blew it. And they did a piece of stupid in their life that caused a huge ripple effect through, through humanity, right? And so, so we need to get back to Lord and follow, follow the Holy Spirit. Again, that's not the Holy Spirit, but it's representing. Guilt. Isn't that another one that many of us will begin to give in to guilt? And we'll even do some crazy things out of guilt. We'll do, we'll do things that, that, uh, that uh, to try to, to, try to uh, uh, maybe do penance because of the guilt that we hold in our life. And Jesus, took, he, took the, he took our guilt. Amen? He took it. We just need to turn to him. Okay, let me just quickly, because I'm out of time. Fear? Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of people that are following fear in their life. They, they don't do things or they do things that they shouldn't do because of fear. And, and, and giving in to fear over being led by the Holy Spirit is probably happening more often than this is. Right? And I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that happens for a lot of people in a lot of different areas, in a lot of different ways. And folks, I'm going to tell you, you need to, you need to get away from, you need to get away from uh, giving in to fear. Fear's going to come. It's going to happen. But that, just because it comes knocking at your door doesn't mean you need to answer. You just need to say, no way, Jose. Thank you, sir. And, and follow the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, he, the Bible says he hasn't given us a spirit of fear but power, love, and a sound mind. So let's go another one. Circumstances. Oh, my gosh. How many times I've seen people uh, make decisions based on circumstances because their circumstances dictate for them to go a certain direction versus the Holy Spirit. Your circumstances, my circumstances, should never tell us the direction that our life should go. It should be the leading of the Holy Spirit. How about this one? Human reasoning. We'll sit there and we'll reason our way into a decision versus God's leading in our life. Okay? So human reasoning is huge. And I see this all the time. I think, I'll see people making decisions. I'll think, really? Is the, is really, is the Holy Spirit really leading them in this area? They reason themselves in, into into a decision. Sometimes it's not bad. It's just like I question if it's the Holy Spirit. Okay, how about, how about this one? Feelings. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Jesus. Come on, say, oh, me. Because I'm telling you, a lot of people are led by feelings in a variety of different ways. And, and Well, I just don't feel like it. Have you ever said that before? I just, I just don't feel like it. You, if, you, if you're living by your feelings, you're like a yo-yo up and down, up and down, because there's going to be some days that you're up and some days that you're down. And if you go by your feelings, I'm going to tell you, bye-bye Holy Spirit, because he doesn't, he doesn't con- the Holy Spirit does not consult your feelings, whether you feel like following him that day or not. Okay, how about this one? Laziness. 
Woo! Okay, we'll go on. Selfishness. Okay, we'll go on. Past hurts. A lot of people give in to last past hurts, you know. Everybody gets hurts. If you're going to uh, if you're going to have any kind of decent relationships in life, you're going to be hurt. The only person that doesn't have a lot of hurts in their life are people that do not have any relationships. Okay, let's go on. Anger. Ouchie. How, I mean, this was a biggie in my life. I used to be an angry individual. And, and it led me and guided me and directed me so often in my life instead of the, of the Holy Spirit. Even as a believer. And, and God had to help me uh, to yield to the Holy Spirit. So anger will do that. How about pride? Pride is huge. That so many people being led by and directed by pride and convenience. Okay, again, thank you, sir. Thank you. Give them a big hand, would you? So, you get the picture. And so, here's, here's, here's what I want to say. The, ba- the biggest time, time, time waster in this world is when we try to do it outside of God's leading. Outside of the Holy Spirit's leading. You may think, you may reason in your mind that it, it, you know, if you do it this way, you know that God doesn't necessarily approve of it, but you just, you, you're going to do it this way. I'm going to tell you, you're going to waste some time. You're, you're going to, and that, that means in resolving problems in relationships. There's been times in my wife and I where we just had some clashing. And Yeah, yeah, yes way, yes way. <laughs> And we've had some clashing, and, I, and I'll tell her, I said, I'll tell her, because it's always her fault, right? And I'll tell no, it's not. You know, that's wrong. Anyway, and so I'll tell her, I said, look, look what's happening. We are wasting time because we got away from the Holy Spirit. It's killed time. It, something is dying because when we try to do it outside of his leading, something dies. Not only does time kill, but it can kill some, some love towards each other, different things in our lives. So we need the Spirit's leading. You, are you with me? Secondly, the second thing I want to share with us this morning is that uh, we must have a strong desire for the Holy Spirit's conditions. There's conditions in His leading in our life. And this, I've just got to zoom through it, okay? It's so important. And I'm going to give you some references because I just don't have time so that I can uh, get to where I want to land this plane today, okay? So first condition that we need to understand, and they're in your notes, and there'll be a whole list up here for you right away. But the fir- first condition is that he and God's word agree. Uh, he and God's word agree. There's so many times that I hear somebody or hear people say, the Holy Spirit's leading me, but it contradicts the, it's contradicts the wisdom of God and the word of God. And that's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit and the word always, always agree. First John chapter 5, verse 7 is where you'll find that. I'm not going to put it up on the screen for the sake of time. But you can go and you can look it up. Okay, the second thing that we need to understand is that that the Holy Spirit will always focus on Jesus. Too often I see a lot of focus on, I see a lot of focus even on, the Holy Spirit doesn't, He doesn't even want to be recognized. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He is God. And we do recognize Him and we have fellowship with Him. We love Him. But I'm telling you, if He's leading you, He's going to lead you to be focused on Jesus, not on you. 
Not on, not on a lot of other things that we focus on. He's going to focus on Jesus. How are you going to be in closer relationship in, with Jesus through his leading in your life? That's what he wants to do. He's always going to lead us in a way that's going to draw us closer to Jesus. And so a couple of scriptures, John 16, 13 through 14, if you're taking notes, and John 15, verse 26. All right. Thirdly, his leading always profits everyone involved. Oh my gosh. I, 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 I need everybody to understand this because so often I see people making decisions that the only people that they think it benefits is them. But when we get, I'm telling you, when we start doing things in the flesh, something dies. Something dies. Something dies. But let me give you this one. I do want to show you 1 Corinthians 12 7 so that you can see this. It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each, each one for the profit of all. God, he's always concerned about everybody. And by the way, God's big enough to be able to make sure that everybody's taken care of anytime there's a decision that's being made. Now, if I was orchestrating it, probably not. But if God's orchestrating it, it will be, it will be beneficial for everybody involved. And I'll see people making decisions, and it, it hurts family, it hurts church, it hurts business, it hurts uh, relationships. It just, it just it tends to have a, a negative effect on other people in the name of the Holy Spirit's leading. Well, the Holy Spirit is leading me. Okay, do you know that if you're being led by the Holy Spirit, the effect that you're going to lead by, your, by you taking this direction in your life and the people that it's going to affect and how it's going to affect them? And it just, it just amazes me how people can be convinced that the Holy Spirit is leading them. I want to help you today. I want to help you. You need to, you need to judge those things. He who is spiritual, judge those things. Judge them by the things that I'm giving you here to determine whether it's the Holy Spirit's leading or not. I'm trying to help a brother out and a sister here. All right? All right. Next, fruit and character will be produced in and through us. Fruit and character. Fruit. You'll start, you'll, it'll produce something good. The fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. It's, it's the fruits of the Spirit. There's going to be good fruit. There's going to be something produced that's always going to be good for, for you and for those around you. What kind of fruit and what kind of character is it producing in your life? Is it producing in your life? And it is, if it isn't, then it's probably not the Holy Spirit. It's probably just flesh. One more, and then I'm going to move on. His leading produces freedom from bondages. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Jesus, the Bible says in Luke 4, 18 and 19, the Spirit of the Lord was upon me. Why? To set at liberty those that were, those that were captive. And so he wants, it's, is, it going to set, is it going to set you free? Is it going to bring more freedom in your life to be more who God wants you to be, to do what God wants you to do? Or is it going to bind you and bind those things around you? Please, please understand this because there's so much that God wants to accomplish through us as a body, a body of believers, and he wants to accomplish through you in your life. And so please, we need his leading. The Bible tells us that we are to... We're to work diligently, that we're, we are to, how does it say it? It says to, to keep the, the, the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. 
the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, that we're to keep it, we're to guard it, we're to hold on to it so that God can lead us in what he wants to lead us into. Now, again, it takes desire for all this. If you don't have a desire to be led by the Spirit of God, well, today, all you're hearing is, wah, 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 wah. Isn't that true? And so, so, let me give you one more thing. In order to live a Spirit-led life, we must desire the Holy Spirit's closeness. It takes closeness with the Holy Spirit to hear His direction and His guidance in our life. Let me give you three scriptures. Two are same scripture, but in two different translations. Uh, James chapter 4, verse 5, it says, Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, nothing, excuse me, uh, says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously. I love the way the New Century Version brings that out about jealousy. It says the spirit of God made the, the spirit that God made to live in us wants us for himself alone. And then 2 Corinthians 13, four, verse 14 and 15 says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That word communion means fellowship. Sharing together means closeness. That the Holy Spirit would be close to all of us. It takes, it takes a closeness. This, this, is, this is something that we need to understand about the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit leads, He leads, He doesn't push. He's not pushing you from behind, He's leading you from up front. So, therefore, if we're looking for the Holy Spirit to be rude and pushy, He's not. A matter of fact, He's very gentle. And he's very, he's very quiet. He leads quietly, still small voice. There's, there's a quietness that we have, to, we have to get tuned into to be able to hear him. And that only takes, I mean, not only, that takes closeness. That pra- takes proximity. We've got to move from where we are to where he is so that we're close to him where he's leading so that we can have his leadership in our life. And so often, and I'm going to tell you today, I know that this room is full of people that are being led by all this list. And by that way, that list continues on. I just gave you some on those, some of the things that people are led by. They're so far away from the Holy Spirit's leading because they've so, been so trained to be led by fear or selfishness or insecurity or or, or uh, uh, convenience, or laziness, or all these different things. They're so, they're so trained. We've been trained all of our life to be led by these things, that our proximity to the Holy Spirit is, is distant. Not that He wants to be. Yes, He lives in us, but He's leading us a different way. And, and we've got to, get, we got to get close to Him. We've got, we got to be able to hear Him and become in tune with Him. The rest of this series, I'm going to... I'm gonna, uh, uh, spend talking about how to be close to him and how to really to hear him and be in tune to him so that he can lead us in our lives. Are you with me? I, I need you to be. God needs you to be because there's so much that he wants to bring in and through our lives. He's not loud. He's quiet. It takes intimacy. And, 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 and we, need, we need the discipline to get quiet. Too often, too many of us have a problem getting quiet. Honestly, 
when I was up at worship, worshiping earlier, in the very first part, because so many people don't know what I go through, what I deal with as a pastor and, and that type of thing, and, and even leading up to the service, there's many things that I've already had to process through and sift through and deal with, and there's spiritual uh, opposition that I have to deal with too. And, and so in the, in the very beginning of, of worship, there's all this chatter. Yes, somebody said chatterbox, all this chatter going on. And it's like, Lord, I just, I cast all my cares on you. I had to literally do that so that I could hear from him. And, and, and I did hear from him. I believe I heard from him. And that's this. And that's this, that God is on your side. And, and I gave that word out, that God's on your side. And somebody needed to hear that. Well, that came from the Holy Spirit, I believe. And so I got, what did I do? I had to get quiet. I had to press in and get intimate with the Holy Spirit so that I could hear what he was, I believe, what he was sharing with me. And we'll talk about how to, how to uh, define or how to determine or how to recognize is a better word, how the Holy Spirit is uh, speaking to us and sharing with us and dealing with us. And we'll, we'll unveil that and open that up in the, in the next few weeks. And I believe it'll, it'll change your, your life. But you and I have to get close, so close to the Holy Spirit that we know his way that we know how he deals with us and how he leads. And I already gave you some ways. I gave you five different ways of how the Holy Spirit, his conditions. But there's so many other things. If we'll just get close, we'll just know that the, how the Holy Spirit is. There's just certain things that because of the intimacy with my wife, there's just certain things I know about my wife that, that I, you, you can come to me and you can say something that's totally the opposite. And I'll say, no, that's not my wife. My wife would never do that. My wife, you, you know, my, my wife is just, there's just certain things about my wife that I know because of intimacy, because of proximity, because I'm close to her. And the same thing with the Holy Spirit. We'll, we can become so aware of him in our life, just, just knowing him, walking with him, that we just know what he wants. Sometimes before he even leads us in it, because we just know where he's going. Because we just know that's his character. We know how he's going to lead. He's going to lead in the way of peace. He's going to lead in the way of love. He's going to lead in the way of gentleness and self-control. There's just certain things that the Holy Spirit's going to leave it in. And I could spend the rest of the day talking about the Holy Spirit because I'm intimate with him. And I'm aware of him. And I'm right now even being aware of him. Amen? And therefore, I'm just wetting your whistle. You get ready. And, and let's get together and let's walk and see what God does through us in, in, in these last days. Let's pray.